Nothing so conclusively proves a man's ability to lead others as what he does from day to day to lead himself. Thomas J. Watson, former CEO of IBM. What is the language of leadership? It is the skills, traits, lessons learned, communications, and inspirations of leaders. The Language of Leadership podcast will help you develop the successful tools renowned leaders have discovered and have used effectively, sharing with you how to be the leader you desire to be and the leader your team will desire to follow. Now, here's your host, Chuck Marting. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Language of Leadership. I'm your host, Chuck Marting. I need to start today's show off by asking you a question, a very specific question, something that's come up in the last couple weeks with some leaders that have contacted me that kind of had me concerned, and I felt that it needed to be addressed, and so that's why we're going to have it here on The Language of Leadership. So the question I have for you is, how important is it for a leader to know and understand their operation policies and procedures. You would think that this one thing would be of utmost importance to anybody who's in a leadership position. But surprisingly, there are so many people that I have talked to that are leaders that have no clue what their policies are, what their procedures are, or where their company stands on certain things within the workplace. To give you an example, I had a fairly new leader call me and had a situation in his workplace with drug testing where an individual was needing to be tested. And the first thing that the leader asked me was, what are we testing for? And I asked him, do you not know what you're testing for? And he goes, no, nobody's ever told me. And then as we started going into a discussion, we found that throughout this conversation that we were having, he really did not have a true understanding of what the company's policies were in certain situations, what what the expectation was, and what the consequences were because of these actions. So I took it as an opportunity to talk to him and to be able to share with him my knowledge and understanding, the things that I'm going to share with you today to try and help him as a leader. And he was a fairly new leader, is a a fairly new leader. So it wasn't too surprising. But I think one of the first things that we need to understand is that when you get called into or promoted or you apply for, and then you become the leader, the expectation of any business or any organization for that matter is that you as the leader are to know what those policies and procedures are within your company so that you're able to lead effectively and to teach your team and to help them know not only for their knowledge and understanding, but for their accountability and production within the workplace. Now, there are several different types of policies within an organization, so it's important to know what policies you have, what they are referred to as, and what they cover within your workplace. And the reason why I say that, there are two different types in most of the businesses that I deal with right now, 
and that is not only their operations policies, but then they also have a set of uh, em- employees that are safety-sensitive employees, where they're mandated by federal law to do certain things in these policies. So in most cases, you have your normal person who would be over this. And in most cases, that's your human resources or people in those positions. But then they also have people that we refer to as DERs or designated employee representatives. And they are usually in charge of the drug and alcohol policies within a company. So they would be the ones who would understand the times and the situations that an individual would need to go and be drug tested and under what circumstances. So it's important to understand if you just have one set of policies within your organization or if there are several different ones because of the type of jobs or the type of divisions that you have within that workplace. So it's really important that you understand that. So what I'm going to share with you today are eight reasons why you should know and understand what your company policies are. But first, before we jump into that, I want to preface it with what is the best way to go about learning, not only for yourself as a leader, what these policies and procedures are, but also your team as well. Because I guarantee you that if you don't think that way, you're going to end up having an employee or somebody on your team come to you at some point, and you're going to ask them about something, and their response back to you would be, that is not my job. (laughs) How many of you have had that joyful conversation with somebody? I've had it a couple times with people. Now, to be fair, is it totally their responsibility to be informed? In, in some cases, yes, they do need to know what their policies and what their procedures are and what their job is. But sometimes it falls right back on our shoulders in our lap because we didn't tell them or share with them what the expectations are, what their position is, and what it involves. Okay. The other thing that you need to look at with the education of your employees is a lot of times it is our fault as leaders taking that 100% accountability to understand that they don't understand what their job is because I have not led them or taught them what their job is, okay? How do you get around that? How do you figure this out so there is no excuse? There's 100% accountability from everybody on your team That is going to be in what we call a team meeting. You can call it whatever you'd like. When I was a police officer, we called it briefing. Okay, we had that every single day. But in most cases in a workplace, having at least one weekly meeting with your team is sufficient. And it can be a very valuable part of your day, your week, and the time that you spend with your team. What I have observed in workplaces is that in most cases, you can immediately tell the teams that have those team meetings. And you can tell immediately the ones that aren't. And the reason I say this is that your leaders are very frustrated. They don't feel they have any cohesion with their team. They feel that they have people that are doing their own thing, that they're not listening, they're not focused, they're not trying to do the things that they're required to do. 
And then you have the other end of the spectrum. You have the leader that doesn't have to say a word to his team. They just do it. They just get it done. And in some cases, most leaders would look at that and say, that is the dream, is to have people just do what they're supposed to do, not have me say anything to them. Well, you can have that. But in order to have that, you need to start somewhere with your team to get them to that point so that they not only know what their job is, but that they also act as a team and they support one another so that they can get to that point. So I'm telling you, the best way to do this is by starting with your team meetings. And so in these team meetings, things that you can cover are the things that we're going to go over right now, which are your eight reasons why you need to know and understand your company policy. So with that being said, the first one is we're going to talk about expectations and guidelines in your workplace. Where do your employees find this? Where do you as a leader find this? This should be something that it's readily available, something that you have access to. Not only you, but every member of your team has access to this at any time. Easy access. So whether it's available to them in the break room, whether it's available to them on a file, on a hard drive, so that they can access it at any point, we need to make that availability known to our team members. They need to have that so that they know what the policies and procedures are, so they know what's the necessary components of not only their job, but also of the organization. It's important so that they understand what behavior is acceptable by employees and also set the guidelines for employees' expectations and the responsibilities that they have in the workplace. And it shows how the organization will handle any policy violations. Okay. You as a leader have an important responsibility to your team when it comes to the policies and procedures. It's got to be absolutely critical that you as a leader know and understand what your policies are. And if you don't know them, you need to get them and you need to start reading them. Now, it's not going to be the most exciting read in the world. I understand and I know that. But I guarantee you that you're going to have somebody ask you something about that policy. And if you don't at least know or remember having read it, then you're going to be at a loss. It's a lot easier to be able to tell somebody, we have that. You're going to have to give me a minute to bring it up to you and we can go over it together. But I know it's there because I've read it. I just don't know the page number. Is there anything wrong with that? No. But it also shows you as a leader that you're not only just telling them what the expectation is and what you want them to do, but you know what it is and you need to get it, go and get it. Now, you got to look at it this way. I have a friend of mine early on in my career that came up to me and he explained to me, he said, Chuck, you don't have to memorize everything. There's no need to. If it's readily accessible and you know where it's at, then go get it. That saved me a lot of heartache and a lot of time because it took a lot off my shoulders of knowing, look, I don't have to be perfect and be able to quote policy and procedure to these guys, but it's more important that I know that it is a policy. I know that it's in that book because I've read it. I just need to find it and give it to you and educate you and help you understand so that we can better work together and get this taken care of. Make sense? 
So when you set those expectations with your policies, you have to have that guideline for your employees. They have to be expected to to be able to follow it. It needs to be the second part of this. Or the second reason is that it helps your employees understand what those policies are, and it empowers them in knowing what the policies are. Okay? We all have new team members. We have seasoned team members. You may have a mix of those in your organization right now that you're over, or you may have all new people. Regardless, we need to be able to train our employees on these policies and procedures, and there's no better place than having that team meeting. When I have people ask me, well, what do you go over? Well, this is something you can go over. Find one policy, find one thing in that procedural manual that you can cover for five minutes in a meeting with your team. That could be one of the things that you're going to cover in that team meeting is going over a policy. Now, the other thing to understand is you as a leader, it's not necessarily the best thing for you to be the one that teaches the team every policy, procedure, and guideline. Get your team involved. Go to one of your team members. Tell them, John, we're having our team meeting this next Tuesday, and we're going to be, con- we're going to be talking about leave and when it's appropriate to take it, how much leave each person has, how what the procedure is when you're needing to take time off. So I want you to go over that with our team so they understand what they're what it, what it's all about. Here's where you can find it. If you can do that, that'd be great. And leave it at that. Give each member of your team the opportunity to teach others within the team. This is how you start building those relationships within your team. How you start getting them to start interacting with one another, being comfortable with each other, knowing that it's not just one person that's going to be teaching everybody that we all learn from each other and we learn together. So it can be a very productive thing by doing this. It helps define that role, that it's not just one person's responsibility. It's all of our responsibility. Now, as we've talked before, each person needs to be 100% accountable for their actions and what they do and what they say within your team. But this is giving them the opportunity to take on a little bit more responsibility, knowing that they're contributing to the team. I guarantee you when you start doing this, you will start seeing a change within your team. You're going to have people start joking around with each other. You're going to have people start talking to each other. You're going to have people start coming up with recommendations. Okay? It's the coolest thing ever to be able to experience that. So this is the road that we're going to help you get set on to be able to go down that road to experience. So again, we were just talking about the second reason, which is helping your employees understand their policies and procedures. And then number three, which is also employer policies, helping them understand and realize what they are. So the next step, which is step four, or the fourth reason, is helping you to be able to define those roles, responsibilities within the workplace. Now, you need to provide that clarity to your employees regarding this so they understand what their roles are, what their responsibilities are, and what needs to be done on a day-to-day basis within those within those policies. They have to be aware of specific policies and procedures for whatever their job is. 
so that they can make sure that they're clearly understanding their role and what they do and what is expected of them. You're doing this because you don't want somebody coming back and saying, well, that's not my job. It's going to be so much easier for you as a leader if you have somebody come to you that way, that you're able to look at them and say, John, we just got done talking about this, the whole team. Do you not remember what we talked about on whatever day it was and whatever the topic is? You're having them remember, one, and number two, helping them to take accountability for their learning and understanding of that, okay? Remember what we were talking about before in past episodes of The Language of Leadership, how important it is to help people take on that responsibility of accountability. It's something that we're sorely lacking in today's workplace, and it's one of the biggest requests that we have from leaders is helping people take on that responsibility and understanding that it is their responsibility. They have to be accountable. And once you start getting that information to people, once you start getting buy-in to that, it will change your team significantly as far as how they interact with each other and how they work together. So this one re- leads us right into our fifth reason, okay, which is accountability, taking in that accountability. So all your employees, including you as a leader, you know, leaders are not exempt from knowing the expectations and what is expected of the organization. So you too have to be familiar with your policies and you need to conduct and how to conduct yourself in a way that is acceptable and within those policies. You need to hold your employees accountable for their behavior and they need to know that their leaders are also held to those same standards which you're teaching them And that's why you have that team meeting. So you're able to express that. Like, this just isn't for you. This is for me as well. These are the expectations that I'm living by as well and that I am going by in this workplace as well as your leader. So the sixth reason why you need to understand and know what your workplace policies are are going to be compliance with regulations and laws within your state. There are some companies, depending on what it is that you do, that are going to be governed by not only state and local laws, but also federal laws as well. And so it's very vital that our employees, our team knows what these compliance and regulations and laws are. Understand that these laws change constantly. So something that you may have taught them last year regarding record retention within the workplace, maybe it's changed this year because of statutory changes that have been made or an amendment to the law, or there's a number of different things that can happen that could change that one policy. And it is the responsibility of not only the employer, but also supervision in ensuring that your employees know those changes. When I worked at the police department, we had policies and procedures, we had operations And we also had patrol procedures, all different policies. And so those things consistently changed. So what would end up happening, we as a team would have our training on it. And then that policy was in written form. Each one of us signed off on it. And we took that that new policy 
and we put it in our policy book. It was replaced with the old amendment so that it wasn't confusing, so that you knew what the new one was, everything was up to date, and you had everything that you were supposed to have. So you don't have to go to that extreme. You can have one place where it can be replaced, where you can have a digital file, or like we talked about earlier, having it in a lunchroom, having it so it's readily accessible. But we need to make sure that it's up to date. Not only that, but because some of you are going to be regulated by federal guidelines and things like that, you are subject to audit. And part of that auditing process is making sure that your policies and procedures are up to date, especially if there's been changes within the federal law regarding this. The other part of this is that it also needs to be understood what can cause somebody to lose their job. What is a per, how do you get a promotion? How does workers' compensation work? How does leave work? How do all these different things that would fall under compliance within law, these are all things that you can have personal time off, family medical, family medical leave act, things like that. All of these things are covered within ensuring that you're in compliance with your regulations and your laws, both state and federal. So it's an important thing to do. Make sure that your policies are up to date and that you're aware of that. And each of these should probably have a date as to when they were updated. We write policies and procedure for workplaces all the time. And one of the policies and procedures that I was updating for a company had last been updated in 2010. We're in 2023 now. This was back last year in 2022. That policy had not been changed in years and nobody was aware of it because they weren't looking at it. That's why we need to make sure that these things are updated and that everybody's aware. So we had to get them into compliance because they were being audited. And that was one of the problems is they didn't know what had changed. They didn't stay up to date with it. So if you as a company or as a leader are not aware and you're not updated, how are your employees supposed to be? How are they supposed to know what the laws are and how it's supposed to affect them within your workplace? So now we're going into the seventh reason, which is job-specific roles and accountability. Each person within the workplace may have a different job title, and even within your team, you may have several different job titles. You may have everybody under one work title. It just depends on what your situation is. But you need to be able to understand what that job-specific role is and what they are accountable for. Again, this is a perfect opportunity to have somebody within your team covering one specific thing for that job title and going over it during your team meeting. Now, how long are your team meetings? Your team meetings can be a half hour. They can be 15 minutes. They can be however long you feel they need to be. We try to have our weekly team meeting on a Tuesday morning, and we usually start at 7.30, and we open at 8. So we have a 30-minute time frame. Now, there are some days that we don't get it right off the bat, starting right off where it's supposed to be. There are things that are going to come up, but the point is, is that we all know that that's when our team meeting is supposed to be. Now, to be perfectly honest and open about this, 
For the last three weeks, we have not had our team meeting. It was the end of the quarter, and we allowed other people's emergencies dictate our emergencies, and we were not able to have our team meeting. I can tell you as a leader, I can tell a difference. I can tell a difference in our enthusiasm, our energy, our morale. Now, I'm not saying that the whole team went to hell in a handbasket, okay? But when you start having weekly meetings, it gives you that energy. It keeps everybody on the same page and it helps them stay focused on the tasks that we're trying to accomplish. Look, you can go over your goals, you can go over your objectives, the things that you're trying to accomplish. This is an opportunity for you as a team to grow and build those relationships and you will see a definite difference. Now, you need to be able to have these meetings to continue to help them in their oversight and to provide that insight to them as to what needs to be accomplished and what isn't being accomplished. You're able to address these things before they become an issue so that you can start getting some feedback from people within the team as to what needs to happen to correct this. Maybe we can change this before it becomes a real big issue. So take time to be able to have that moment with your team. Do whatever you can. So set the date, time as to when you're going to have these meetings and make sure that nothing is scheduled during that time. Now, like I just said, we had emergencies that came up. There are going to be things that come up. Try and adjust and get right back on track as soon as possible. I guarantee you, if you haven't done this, you're going to want to get back on track. You're going to see the difference. So do everything that you can to make sure that your team meetings are your priority. So now we come to the last or the eighth reason why you and your team need to understand your company policies. And that last reason is it helps establishing company consistency. Having that consistency, having everybody on the same page is so very vital You know, these company policies are designed to keep daily operations moving smoothly and also to help ensure consistency across the board. When everyone is following policies and procedures, the company will operate or your team will operate as it was meant to be. And you as a leader, you'll be using your time and resources more efficiently. The leader's job is to help their team grow and to achieve their goals and consistency is a very necessary component in that. It's your compass. It's going to help keep you directed in the direction that you need to be in. And when you get off track, you're going to immediately feel it and know it. So being able to develop that consistency is not only the best thing in the world for you as a leader, but the best thing for you as a team. I hope the eight reasons why your team needs to understand your company policies was useful. That this is something that you'll be able to put in place and something that you'll be able to experience with your team. Please do us a favor and share the show with those leaders that you feel would benefit from the information here and that they'll be able to use to be able to continue to grow in their learning process of becoming a leader that others will want to follow. So until next week, when we bring you another episode of The Language of Leadership, have a great week and take care. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Language of Leadership. This podcast is dedicated to help you navigate your leadership journey. You will learn the language and skills you need to be the leader you want to be. Remember, the language of leadership is an art. It is why your team wants to follow you. Take care.